My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know Riding in my Fiat, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got a knack to relax in my mind Sipping some red, red wine Nice You're listening to the number one podcast For Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County This is O. On deck for today, guys, we've got a hot topic uh, talking about Memphis. Memphis is hurting after a tumultuous couple weeks, uh, so we're going to discuss a little bit about that. We've got some good local news, a lot of cool stuff coming to Olive Branch. Of course, we've got our dad jokes, another great motivational message, and of course, our random facts and stories you likely didn't know. And of course, our three coaches join us again after a tough, tough Friday night. But that's just part of playing football. Sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. But other than that, T, how's your week been, man? Man, I'm tell you what, I, I I've been tired this week, man. Oh yeah, I've been working hard, man. Working hard. Well, that's that's that must be new for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. But uh, everything's going pretty good. Uh, you know, it's late Sunday afternoon when we're recording this, and uh, uh, I literally. Slept for about four and a half hours this afternoon. I, I've been beat. Wow, I'm tired. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. I wish I could say I did that. And believe it or not, I've uh, went to church this morning, and it reminded me of something. I got to talk to a few people, and uh, today is the twenty-first anniversary of nine eleven, and that's, that's right. Just, uh, that's hard to believe because I can remember exactly what I was doing, where I was, who I spoke mm-hmm. with for most the entire day. Because mm-hmm. of that event, and I, and it's just a you know it's a random day except for that you know a major event I guess you'd say, and yep. it's just unbelievable that your mind locks that in you know that it was so ingrained you know because you're you were in a moment of fear a moment of terror a moment of unsafety and it's just uh, you know to have that one day you know imagine the places that have grown up in a war stricken area. You know, and right. every day was a horror, you know, and so it just really changes perspective. And so this day is always, um, you know, it's kind of a crazy feeling all day. And so I had to go get on the mower and just kind of get myself distracted and, you know, just change things up because, you know, I don't know. It's not like it messes with me bad, but it, it definitely was on my mind for a long time today. Well, sure. I mean, you know, I, re- I remember I was uh, home with Laura. She was sick that day. And I remember getting a call from my older sister who was at work and, Asked me if I saw what was going on because, you know, my, my, my all my family's from up there. We used to, although I've been to Mississippi for all but th- the first three years of my life, my family used to live in Jersey City. And, uh, you know, right across the Hudson River from New York City, you could see the the top of the skyline from our backyard. And uh, anyway, my sister called me and said, hey, did you see what was going on? I remember turning on the news and, and watching it and, you know. Then my sister called me again later, and she's crying about everything, and, you know, it's just a lot of uncertainty going on, and, you know, Laura was, was six at the time, and uh, so, I mean, she's sitting there as well, and, of course, she, she can't quite comprehend everything that's going on, but she knows something, you know, it was disastrous, and, you know, our world has not been the same ever since. No, it hasn't. And, uh, you know, uh, for those that weren't around then, you know, all the news channels and Heck, even ESPN, Fox Sports, whatnot as well. All the tickers that you see across the bottom of the screen where you're constantly getting fed news all the time, that's all from 9-11. They couldn't get news out fast enough. 
So that's when they started doing all the, the tickers and the crawlers across the screen to give information, and that's never gone away either. So no. now that now that's the, that's the new expectation. So there's been a whole lot more that's changed since then, that's for sure. But that's that's some of the lighthearted stuff, I guess we could we could say about it. But yeah, that was that was a uh, that was that was a big time. Uh, and I don't you know I don't mean to pound on this forever, but you know it was also a time where our country. Uh, actually came together. Oh, that was the uh, that's the last time I remember did, we we united absolutely. As a I mean, it didn't matter what your political views were. It didn't matter what race you were. It didn't matter what religion you were. Uh, this this country came together through that time, and uh, I hope that nothing like that ever happens to us again. Uh, if it does, I would be curious to see how we would react to it now, though. And uh, but I would hope and pray that uh, regardless of anything that drastic ever happening on our homeland again, that, that we would still be able to come together as one and, and stand up together and, and, and fight back and be as resilient as we were in coming back from all that. And we had some great leadership at the time too. So that, 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 that never hurts. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. Well, on a bright side for the week though, I can tell you that I, um, I got to watch my son play football. He's an eighth grade over at Center Hill Middle. All right. And they traveled over to Horn Lake and uh, took care of business, man. The final score ended up being 41 to 8. And, oh my! And uh, you know, got the clock running. Run the clock. They got the clock running. Right I knew running. you were going to ask. There we go. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you know, had a had a had a great outing. Kids really performed well. Quarterback was able to, you know, was perfect. You know, I think he was eight for eight. Three touchdowns passed. Wow. One touchdown run. Uh, my son played. You know, my plus son placed. Uh, you know, on the line, tight end some, and and he did a good job. And the defense was stingy and all over the place, making plays. And so it was a it was fun. It was a fun night to be a Mustang. Let's put it that way. And to be a parent, you know, fantastic dude. So it, it was a good. That was a highlight of the week for uh, for me for sure. But uh, but look, man, let's get over to this hot topics talking about Memphis. But you know, before we do, you know, we got to talk about our number one realtor team, and that is Team Couch, Brian Couch. with Brian right. Couch, brother. Uh, guys, if you are in the market to buy or sell a house here in DeSoto County, Olive Branch area, please go check out Brian Couch and his team over at Birch Realty. They are the number one team. They've been voted that numerous times. And like I said, I could give you a bunch of compliments and a bunch of bragging points, but I can tell you this: I have worked with Brian personally. I know Brian personally. I've worked. Uh, his mother taught me in school. I've known the family forever. They're good people. They're going to take care of you. They're going to work fast and professional, and they're going to make sure you have exactly what you want. They're not going to waste your time, and they're not going to give you a lot of fluff. You know, there's so many times that people will are like car salesmen. They're going to tell you everything they want to get your business, and this letter someone make you feel more. And then you end up with delays, and you wonder why they're not on it 100. percent And you know, this is a full service realtor team, not just an individual. They're going to cover all your needs. They're going to handle it well. They're going to hand it quickly, and they're going to give you expert advice that's actually straight to the point. They're not going to fluff you up and just make you feel all warm and fuzzy and then drop the hammer later. This is something you really want to do and work with, and this is a big decision with a lot of money attached when you buy or sell in real estate. Work with the best. Go call their office. You can call them at 662-449-1700, or you could even call Brian's cell phone personally, which is 901-461-7653, which does spell sold. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, hot topics this week. I hate to say it, man. You know, it, it's not Olive Branch hurting. It's not South Haven hurting. It's not DeSoto County. But our neighbors, Memphis, they're hurting. 
and uh, it's affecting our area around here. But you know, sure. some of it negatively, but also some of it positively. And I'm sure if you live in the area, you know some of this is old news. But we had a kidnapping and murder of a school teacher, Liza Fletcher. We also the same day, I believe, a lot of people didn't know this. There was a a mother with a one year old child was abducted mm-hmm. in a parking lot yep. and at gunpoint taken to an ATM and forced to give money. You know, her life was threatened and almost killed. And then just a few days ago, we had a, a shooter on a killing spree, uh, you know, that I believe killed four people. Um, you know, he's just a 19-year-old male, uh, you know, uh, and got on Facebook Live and aired it to everyone to see, just, you know, carjacking people and shooting people at random. Um, I had several friends in uh, in Memphis at the time, and it was absolutely horrific. I, I have a friend who was playing tennis in South Memphis area. It actually wasn't far from where the kidnapping situation all unfolded and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during the shooting spree, they were put on lockdown. And, uh, you know, and she's come back and says, I'm never going back up there again. You know, it's changed her mind. It's changed her world. They yeah. wanted to finish the match. I had a friend that was at AutoZone where one of the victims was shot near, right there nearby. He was at the Redbirds game. They shut the lights off, made announcements to duck and cover, go into the club wow. area, and you know, in that seating over there, you can see out there on the you know the main sure. streets of downtown, right. there was armed mm-hmm. officers everywhere with automatic rifles and lights everywhere. I mean, it was unreal. You just you know, it again, it's 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 almost surreal. Like we're talking about nine eleven, where things don't feel real or don't think they are. Like it's a movie mm-hmm. until you realize, don't no, wait a minute, that's real people dying, that's real life, that's real smoke. That was a real building that fell. Well, no, those are real officers out there with weapons looking for somebody who's killing people at random and filming it. Um, and you're yeah. right there within, you know, arm's length of it. That's that's a that's a scary thought. You know, it's, it's you know, it makes you, you know, question your safety and everything else. And so, um, I, I just have to say, this is something I feel for the people of Memphis in this area. You know, for your safety to be tested and the fam- like the lives and the families of these people who are affected and murdered. Just. It's it's catastrophic, man. It's absolutely catastrophic. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it affected us as well. You know, when uh, I think Elaine was uh, on Facebook when she first heard about it uh, going on, and uh, shortly afterward, uh, we get a text from our daughter. You know, she she's at work, and uh, you know, she lets us know that hey, we we've had to go into lockdown over here. And uh, the, I think the last shooting that occurred was less than a mile than where she works at. She works at Labonner. And uh, they had to go into lockdown and not like getting a text from your kid telling you that. And, you know, also, you know, I want to let you all know that I love you. You know, that just. Man, that's one kind of. That that just that just makes things real. You know what I mean? No doubt. Uh, And 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 not in not in a positive way. No, it doesn't. Uh, But, uh, you know, there's a lot of hurt going on. And there's a there's a lot of irresponsibility going on. There's a lot uh, that's going on where uh, I don't even know what to say anymore, man. I mean, it doesn't. It seems like it doesn't matter what one's opinion is or, or how someone feels about something. Things things just don't ever seem to be changing for the better. And uh, I just I, I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. I, I, it it's all prophetic. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, I just hope that in, that at some point that uh, people will, will stand together for what's good and what's right. Uh, people that are hurting and, and need some help and, and need to be shown how to be responsible, uh, uh, self, self-caring self and self-preserving uh, people. 
to become positive influences in their communities. Uh, I, I, I just hope and pray that that, that starts. Uh, this guy here, uh, what he did was atrocious, was, was harmful. Uh, uh, but, you know, I pray for, for his family as well. And, and, you know, you just can only just hope for the best to that things will change for the better. I mean, it's getting bad. I, you know, I, I've been trying to talk with my daughter for a couple of years and, you know, don't want to push her about anything, but, uh, I wish she wasn't there anymore. I mean, I hate to even say that, uh, Memphis and Shelby County and all that area up there has so much to offer that's positive and good. Uh, when we first moved up to DeSoto County back in 2007, one of the biggest attractions for us to move there was the fact that we were going to be close to a larger city where there was going to be all different types of uh, of culture and sightseeing and events that go on that are positive. And those still things are still there, but it just seems like uh, it all gets overshadowed by all the wrongdoing and all the crime and all the evil that seems to be going on over there. And uh, if leadership does not start showing some leadership and taking care of the majority of the people over there, instead of catering and cowering to uh, uh, the small groups of, of people who just want their way of life and just live carefree without any responsibilities and having their hand out all the time. Nothing's ever going to change. No, it's it's not right. ever going to change. You're right. Well, I, I, I'm with you there, brother. And uh, the one thing I can say that's positive about this, and I, you know, is, is that uh, we had an uh, amazing turnout for people that wanted to finish the run for Eliza. And we had a, a great visual that started and happening in small towns around here. Like I even know Hernando yeah. did a visual. I know people in mm-hmm. Olive Branch. And I think that just goes to show you the communities we have here and how awesome they are and that there are good people here and they want to see that change. And we just need the people above to start facilitating it. And once that happens, Absolutely. things will things will get better and we can start seeing the bright side of things. But yep, until there's, then, there's so much good. There there's, is. There's so much there good. There really and truly is. But it just gets overshadowed uh, by the extreme, the extreme badness that goes on. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, again, we're praying for everybody involved and we hope things start to show signs of improvement sooner than later for sure. All right, man, it's time for that news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends of Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, as we've said every week, if you are looking for a new career that's going to change your life because you want to work with a team that actually cares about you, that's actually going to pay you what you're worth and give you benefits that you can live off of, retire off of, and know this is a place that's going to be there for you for the rest of your days, your, your working days. This is the company you want to go work for. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be digging holes or doing landscape every time. They have numerous different positions, that different types. This company is huge, works in commercial avenues and everything like that. They probably have a career for you, and you can go check it out right now at hatcherlandscape.com. And you can check and you can the list of everything that's available, as well as go ahead and put your name out there for something that might become available soon. If this is something you're interested in and maybe want to talk to their acquisition manager, you can always call them at 662-755-3207. T, what do we got for news this week, brother? 
Hey, we got a big event going on at the uh, soccer complex there on Church Road on Olive Branch on Saturday, t- September the 24th. The gates will open at about 6 o'clock, but at 7.30 starts the uh, the big Bulls and Burials rodeo event. Bucking the Branch 2 mm-hmm. is back. Yes, man. And, this uh, had a great event last time, man. I don't know if you got to see it, but it was awesome. I did not. I, I would I would love to see this thing, man. I want to be a part of the kids' activities. That starts at six thirty. Yeah, dude, they're it's, it's really really cool, man. Do. They set up this whole little rodeo deal. They have the clowns out there. That all these had cool activities. The kids were having a blast. Um, it's yeah. just a you know uh, Mayor Adams and all the other. It was just a really great family event. Uh, the weather was good, and so I'm hoping that they did this repeats itself again and for a great, great event. Guys, seriously, go check it out. It's one of the coolest things yeah. they've ever added to Dollar Branch, and we got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. Now, now it is a ticketed event, meaning that you have, do have to purchase tickets to go there. Adult tickets are $20. Uh, kids aged 4 through 12 are $10 each, and if you have a child that's three years old or under, they'll get in free. But, hey, that looks like it's going to be a, a – a hoot nanny of a time. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We'll continue with this, guys. We're going to continue to mention this, but there is still a petition out, and this is to widen Highway 305 right here through Olive Branch. We're going to continue to mention this for a while because, guys, we believe in it. With something that needs to yep. happen, if we're going to make it here in DeSoto County, the one thing you don't want is just gridlock amongst the roads. And we're, we're to the point now where that's almost a daily occurrence, especially in these mm-hmm. hot areas like 305, Highway 51, and, of course, Interstate 55. You know as well as I do, if you take 55 in the morning to go to work or 55 to come home in the afternoon, you're regretting it. It is what it is. And if you're coming down 305, you're regretting it. 78 is getting bad. Guys, we've got to improve our infrastructure. So if this is something that you you would deal with or you know people deal with, tell them to go out there, find this this, uh, petition, sign on it, make them know that you you want change. And this is how we have to do it. We have to ask for it. We've got to let them know we want it. Absolutely. Also, Mardi Gras is coming to Olive Branch. It'll be put together by the Olive Twig Humanitarian Group to benefit our awesome community. The celebration will consist of a family-friendly parade with all of the trappings of the Mardi Gras celebration in New Orleans. This is set for February the 18th. Make sure you mark your calendars. Make sure you bring your a light coat with you as well. It might be breezy that day in, in mid-February, but it sounds like it's going to be a great time. Oh, no doubt. Again, another attraction, another amenity, something else that brings the community together right here in Olive Branch. Just just, just awesome. You know, just keep it going. It is. Keep it going, guys. Keep it going. Now, guys, if you have a property or a house or something that just just in derelict, bad shape, maybe it's got some water damage, storm, whatever it is, or, you know, you got it through a divorce or you don't want it anymore because of a divorce and you're just tired of this thing uh, and you want to get rid of it fast, you might want to talk to our buddies over at Rodman Properties. Guys, this is a family-owned company. been doing it for years right here through DeSoto County. They have this cool website called iBuyDeSoto.com that has a questionnaire, how you can contact them, and the entire process when it comes to for them to come by, look at your house, give you a cash offer, sell it fast, close it quick, and you can be done with it and off your hands and you're going to feel good about it because they're going to turn this house into a great property. They do flip them, uh, rehab them, improve the community and make everybody feel good about it and improves the value for the homes around it. This is the company you want to work with. So go check out that website. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. 
Yeah, our, la- our last little bit we got right here, the Olive Branch Lions Club is hosting a golf tournament to raise money for community outreach. I think we mentioned this last week as well. It's Monday, September 26th. It's coming up here pretty soon at the Olive Branch Country Club. We're looking at four-man teams, and each team, uh, it's only $450 for, for each team. That also includes a whole sponsorship. Hey, if you have any questions, uh, contact Brian Cashin at 662-890-3128. And look, that's all we have for our news today. And a quick reminder, if you'd like to advertise with us, please, please, please email us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. Tell you, it's time for our dad jokes, brother. You know this is brought to you by our insurance agent, the one and only Allie Edgeolly. That is of Alpha Insurance, the ace agency of all the branch guys. He's right there off Goodman Road by 78, right behind the Taco Bell. So if you enjoy good taco and you enjoy good insurance, this is a deadly combination. Go check him out. (laughs) He will give you a free quote, and he will show you how he can save you money and give you better coverage. What is better than that? Call his office line at 893-0928, or you can even call his personal cell phone, 1-843-324-0930. one 324 Look, he saved me $900 for the year. He can save you some money. Don't waste time. Give him a call. Let me hold 850. Let me hold 850. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> all right, T, you ready for some good dad jokes? Yeah, I need some. Hit me with Man, so these are kind of all over the map here. I got some new emails and some new sources here, so... This could be a hit and miss, but I'm looking forward to it. Okay, here we go. go. T, I caught my son chewing on electrical cords again, so I had to ground him. Don't worry. He's conducting himself better now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So you you grounded him. (laughs) Yeah. And and now he's conducting. Get that, huh? Dad joke. (laughs) Here we go. So, D, (laughs) a dung beetle walks into a bar and says, is this stool taken? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a little sick, but it's funny. See, I was trying to park my car at Target and Olive Branch and accidentally cut off this albino fella. Felt terrible. He was so mad, but I'm not sure if he was mad at me or the guy riding with him and told him just to lighten up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> See? <laughs> Where did Lucy go after the bombing? Where? Everywhere. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> gosh. See, uh, here we go. I got, I got two more for you, and we'll call it a wrap. Here we go. My family is like a treasure to me, but not the way you think. All right. You're going to need a map and shovel to find them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Last one. Oh, you, T, you know, a colon could completely change the meaning of a sentence, you know? Right. Example, uh-huh. I ate my friend's lunch. So if I put a colon in it, ready? I ate my friend's yeah. colon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, as always, that's the end of our jokes today, oh, guys. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you uh, like our content. And if you do, please hope hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers to always make sure they follow us.
All right, it's time for our motivational message, and this week's a little different. I know a lot of times we're uplifting of these things, but this one's more of like a gut check or a, yeah. you know, here's a yeah. fact, and you know, and this could might motivate it's a you. challenge. Yeah, exactly. And so I think this one's a really good one, talking about you know what a successful person is, and it might get you thinking. So if you're one of those people who thinks you're successful or you'd like to be more successful, maybe this helps you out. So let's go to this audio now. What's the difference between the successful and the unsuccessful? The successful sacrifice, and things get better as the successful practice their sacrifices. The successful among us sacrifice. The successful among us delay gratification. Look, there's an old saying that, that says, you know, successful people do things that unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. And that's, and that's Truth. just fact. Truth. That's all there is to it, you know? If, 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 uh, Look, I, I have a I have a kid that uh, is real close to me who's who's playing some college ball, and uh, you know he he called me this past weekend. He didn't get to travel, and uh, he's in his third different position where he's playing at, and uh, uh, he said that uh, he, he was he's number six on the depth chart at running back, and it's got him down, and I keep challenging him. Well, you're you're not doing something that the other guys are doing. You know, I, I said, are they just better than you are? He says, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're better than I am, but I, I don't think I should be that far down. Well, I, I get that, all right? I don't, I don't, I get the fact that I don't think I should be that far down. But what are you doing to improve from where you're at? What you're doing now has only gotten you to where you're at now. What are your coaches telling you you need to do to get better? What are you doing to actually follow through with what's being said? You know, there's a, there's the old saying. You know, I think it goes back to uh, Einstein. You know, uh, uh, the uh, the uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting to get different results. What you do gets you to where you're at. If you're not where you want to be, you've got to start doing something different in order to get there. And that includes sacrificing things that are either comfortable or make you happy, uh, whether it's finances, whether it's your your time. Uh, those types of things, you've got to make changes if that's where you want to be. And that's to me, that's where the challenge lies in this message. No, there's no doubt. You, well said, dude. Well, well said. I think it's one of those things that it's willing. Are you willing to continue to work hard? Even yeah. when you feel like you're not being done right or being treated fairly, because I got news for you: successful people don't rely on excuses. Successful people don't accept what what is happening to That's them. Right. They change the you know the motor on desk or whatever you want to call it to fix it or change it for their benefit. That's why they're successful. And so That's right. um, I hope this hits somebody else and nail in the head and motivates them or re- or confirms for them. Uh, you know, to get things better, and you know, because I think it was—I think it was a great fact. It's something to shake up a little bit differently this time, for sure. You gave me a shoulder when I needed it. 
All right, now it's time for Random Facts, Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by Old Town Fitness. Hey, if you're looking for a non-typical gym that teaches its clients in a friendly group atmosphere without pressure or judgment, this is the place for you to go, folks. Go check it out. Meet the amazing owners who want to help you reach your goals each and every day you're there. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon, and then again from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m am and they are closed on sunday all right zach did you know that in 2015 a tiger escaped from a zoo in georgia and killed a man advice was issued on what to do if you meet the tiger which included one don't approach it two don't run away from it and three don't urinate <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why is the third one matter. Uh, me too. I, I, well, I guess you're stuck if you're standing there doing that. I mean, you're not going to be running and you're not going to be approaching. So, but I don't understand don't that either, either. But no, don't don't. Whatever you do, don't go whizzing around a tiger. I, I I don't know what else on that one. All right, moving on. For weeks, Ganshapur, a, a village in eastern Bihar, India, had to put up with frequent power outages that only seemed to occur a few hours after sunset. But did you know that it was later revealed that an electrician was cutting the village's power off whenever he wanted to see his girlfriend in secrecy in the dark? All right. <laughs> Dude, hey, you talk about having power over the power. No doubt. No doubt. Man, how about that? All right, this last one here. This this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. Did you know that there are an estimated 48 million kangaroos in Australia, but there's only about 300 million people in the state of Mississippi? Three million. That three means million. that. Three million. Three million. What did I say? You said 300 million. Oh, no, my bad. Hey, it's only 3 million. Otherwise, if it was 300, this wouldn't make sense. <laughs> True. But 48 million kangaroos in Australia, 3 million people in Mississippi. If those kangaroos were to invade the state of Mississippi, you and I and every other person in this state would have to fight 16 kangaroos, dude. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling out all my guns on that one, brother. <laughs> That's hard to believe hey, there's but, that many hey, kangaroos. Uh, yeah, hey, but hey, we're not going to starve. No. <laughs> you better take a liking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you want white or dark meat? Yeah, really. <laughs> Barbecued, sautéed, blackened. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. Would you like some one with that? <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. <laughs> T, it's time for our sports, man. Of course, this is our football special with our three coaches. It was a rough Friday night. Uh, tough. Man, it was tough, especially for two of them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of those somber conversations talking with our coaches this week. But, you know, they're, they're great guys. They, you know, they took the lumps and, uh, you know, they found the positive in them. And these conversations I know are just fantastic. You know, if you're a fan, you got guys who care, want to see the best in their kids and understand that, you know, there's still work to be done. And here's three different perspectives on it. So, guys, let's go to this audio now. Coach Peacock, man, how we doing on Sunday afternoon, man? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good. 
Well, I, I I appreciate you saying that, man. I, I know it, I know it was a tough night Friday night. Uh, you know, not our best showing by by any means uh, versus a good sized crowd. Uh, I know the I know the boys were disappointed. Um, you know the I just you know I call it like I see it, coach. And you know you and I have always been real square about that. Is is that Collierville was a really good football team, and we didn't play our best. And some of the people we depend on to have some of their best games for us to have chances in games like this. Versus a team that is, you know, basically three times larger than we are. Uh, you got to have your best time, your best night, and you know, have good luck on your side. And we didn't have it. And uh, and we and it got kind of ugly a little bit there towards the second half. And it was just a real unfortunate event. So, I mean, uh, what did you think about the ball game, Coach? Yeah, you know, obviously I don't, I don't think we put our best foot forward. Um, you know, they are right at about 3,000 kids. Um, you know, so they've got, you know, basically 2,000 kids more than us. Uh they also, you know, TWSAA is not quite as strict on transfers as Mississippi is, and so they've got a couple of, you know, kids that were at MUS last year that star for them that are really good football players. Uh, you know, so um, thought we did some good things at times. Thought we obviously did not play well at times. We gave up too many big plays defensively, uh, big long pass, the second play of the game, just to, uh, you know, not where we need to be. Gave up another uh, big pass right before halftime. You know, that's that's partly on the coaches, not uh, getting our kids back uh, right before half. You know they're about to throw the ball, and that's, that's that ultimately falls on, on my head. Um, you know, thought we did some decent stuff offensively at times, but just never could put a drive together. And they, they are – their defense coordinator does a great job, and they're kind of old school – you know, bend but don't break. They're going to make you drive the field. They're not going to give up big plays. They're going to keep everything in front of them. They're not going to let you pull and pitch a whole lot on the option game. Uh, and we were able to drive the field once, you know, had a long 15-play drive, get down to the one. It's a 6 nothing ball game, and we, we fumble a, a handoff. And, you know, feel like we're going to have a chance to score on that play if we get it tossed. Uh, out there um, and you know if we go up seven to six at that point uh, you know our mindset uh, is is a lot different so I, I felt like you know they were they were a really well coached team really good football team uh, they were probably a little better than I thought they were uh, defensively uh, you know they played uh, a couple teams that they were just a lot better than them so you didn't get a great look at them um, but uh, you know one of the reasons we do what we do offensively is to give us a chance in games like that. But to do that, we've got to be able to have those 15-play drives and, and come away with touchdowns um, and be able to sustain that through four quarters, not just not just a quarter, a quarter and a half. I hear you, Coach. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not picking on any players, this or so on, but, you know, you, got, you have to lean on some of your leaders. And in your style of offense, your quarterback really needs to, really needs to shine – the style of offense, and um, I know that you all try to uh, try to throw some ball, throw the ball some, and make some big plays. And uh, he, you know, he just he wasn't on point. Uh, he unfortunately he missed five, you know, five or six passes in a row. Uh, don't actually think he completed a pass all night until you uh, you know had Grayson Baxter come in, and um, you know towards the end of the ball game. And so I know he struggled. I know he got on Twitter afterwards and was like apologizing to his team and everything else. And that's a good sign of maturity and a guy building up. I know uh, on defense side, you know, you guys were tired. Uh, it, you know, it's just, it was just a tough night. You know, it really, really was. I, you know, but there were some guys who did some really good stuff. You know, they played hard, didn't give up. 
you know, so there is a lot to look at and say, you know, there is positive building out of a game, even though it got lopsided. Um, you know, did you see any other guys that kind of stood up or made a point during the ball game that you want to reference? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I thought our D-lines continued to play fairly well. Um, uh, you know, uh, Elijah Westbrook, we moved him from O-line to D-line in the spring, um, kind of on a part-time basis, and he just – he did so well D-line, we left him there. Um, you know, and, he, and he's, he's played really well, commanded some double teams and things like that. Um, you know, offensively, I thought we played with some good effort. I thought, uh, you know, Hunter Ramey gets after it. Um, he's undersized, but he just plays hard, gets after it. Um, you know, I thought our left guard, you know, he was sick, uh, missed school on Thursday, not feeling good, big migraine on Friday, you know, just kind of under the weather, uh, you know, toughed it out and, and thought he played pretty well. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, I think the, the main thing that I, I'm proud of is how they responded, uh, how they uh, handled it after the game, how they responded just through text messages and things like that um, to yesterday and today. Uh, and, you know, what we do, who we are, we've got to prepare great. And, and I think that's where we've got to learn to be better. we got to learn to be better Monday through Thursday in preparation and practice. We've got to learn to be more focused on Friday leading up to kickoff uh, and then, uh, you know, line up and play great football. I agree, I agree with you, Coach. And like I said, you guys never showed like they quit. Um, and that was that was a really bright spot in the ball game. Um, and the fans didn't give up on you. The crowd was really good. It was really nice to see, you know, Mustang Stadium really kind of thriving. Great student section. Want to give them kudos. Um, you know, but let's look, coach, let's move forward. What are we looking at for next week? I, we've got an away game. This is going to be at uh, Jonesboro. Is that correct? Yeah, we are uh, headed up uh, north in Arkansas to play Jonesboro High School. Um, you know, we had they're on a they're on a different uh, reclassification schedule than us. So last year, Little Rock Christian had lost a game and we were able to fill an open date with them and then. This year, you know, Jonesboro was having trouble finding a game and, uh, you know, reached out. They wanted to play. So I was like, yeah, we'll play. But it's just kind of a one-year deal right now because um, they're in the – we're in the back half of our home and away schedule and they're in the front half of theirs. Um, so, I, you know, like their coach, I've, I've only met him a couple times, but it seems like a good guy. Looking forward to going up there. Uh, they've been – last year I think they won over 10 games. They've struggled a little bit this year because they lost a ton of seniors off of last year's team, but got some talent. Uh, you know, definitely definitely uh, got to go up there and play good football. It's their it's their home opener, um, you know, and so I know those kids are going to be fired up and, and ready to play. And, uh, you know, obviously we got to drive up there about an hour and a half and, uh, you know, play good football. If we, if we want to come back with a win, uh, we'll have to go up there and play good football for four quarters. Gotcha. Well, Coach, tell us a little bit more about the team. What style of offense? What style of defense? What What to uh, the person who maybe makes the trek to come up there and watch? What do they got to look forward to? Uh, you know, they're they've been uh, an even and an odd on defense. Um, you know, so uh, I feel like they're going to play us in a little bit of an odd front, um, just because of what we do. Uh, um, offensively, they're they've kind of struggled a little bit. Uh, last year, they they had a. St- a senior quarterback and I think four senior wide receivers and they threw it around a lot. 
this year they've transitioned to more uh, not what we do, but kind of what we do from the gun. They do a little bit of gun option, uh, quarterback run game, um, kind of coastal Carolina style stuff. Um, uh, so, you know, we're going to have to go up there. We're going to have to play disciplined football. It's not going to be able to just run around and, and everything. They're going to run the option and, and we're going to have to go up there and, and really be sharp defensively and not let, not let them, you know, have, have any big plays. Um, gotcha coach gotcha well that's awesome well coach uh, man we uh we hope uh you didn't have any injuries friday night that everybody was healthy you didn't have anything uh serious thing did you uh I, I, you know we had a the, you know the talking about the game it, it started off about as bad as you can your starting corner did something to his knee on the opening kickoff um you know and and really made a phenomenal play on the kickoff but then jumped up to celebrate and landed wrong. Um, you know, I, I think he'll be okay, uh, but we won't know more until uh, probably tomorrow. Um, you know, I don't think it's anything super serious. It may be a meniscus or something like that. But uh, uh, hopefully, you know, if it is, he'll be out a week or so, and then he'll be back ready to go. Gotcha. Um, but, well, you, know, you never like to have add injuries there. It's like insult to injury, you know, and so it's yeah. one of those things. But, Coach, we have you. I hope you have an awesome week of practice. I uh, hope everybody really gels together, refocuses, and y'all go up to Jonesboro and get you a W and come on back to Olive Branch uh, successful, Coach. All right, man. We appreciate it. All right, Coach. Again, thanks for your time. Enjoy your uh, Sunday, and uh, we'll talk to you this week. Yep. Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC, and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service, such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698, or you can email Brian personally at rowe underscore 41 at hotmail.com. Coach Russell, man, how we doing this afternoon, brother? I'm good, Zach. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I got to be honest, man. It was a tough Friday night. I uh, I don't like it when my three teams don't come up with uh, any wins, man. You know, we've been rolling along here in the city of Olive Branch and the Olive Branch area uh, week to week, and then this week it just ended up hitting some tough opponents and not things not going our way. And I know Friday night was a difficult one for you. Uh, Starkville is probably one of the best, if not the best team in the state, in my opinion. Uh, I think they're right up there with Brandon, Madison Central, and a few others. And y'all went to their house, uh, their home field advantage, and, uh, you know, things just didn't go your way. Um, you know, I, from what I can tell and what I knew, people were there, you know, uh, things got out of hand a little too soon and you got behind the eight ball and, you know, the score just kind of reflected it, you know, but uh, – Coach, I want to get your opinion. What did you think about Friday night? Well, you know, missed opportunities really early in the game. Uh, kind of kept us from having an opportunity to really stay with them early. Um, you know, our defense had to stay on the field a whole lot at the very beginning of the game. They got tired down, you know, worn down because of that. Uh, you know, their first offensive series of the game, their first snap from offense, we have a ball hitting us in the chest. We don't make the interception. If we do that, you know, you kind of change the complexion and the, the momentum of a game like that. And you get to a lot of excitement. You know, um, I didn't feel like we played good. You know, I mean, honest to, to be completely honest, we didn't play 
uh, on uh, hair on fire like we have been playing on defense. We, um, you know, we're kind of feeling our way around out there. And when your your advantage, your speed, and how fast you play, if you don't play fast, you're you're just you're just standing there. And it's it, and that's what it looked like a lot of times that we weren't making our reads fast enough. We weren't running to the football the way that we have in the past. And, you know, and that 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 was a struggle. Um, you know, we had an opportunity. On offense early, uh, we had a little bit of a, a, a way to get matched up with their probably their uh, their lesser of their pass coverage linebackers in a one-on-one scenario. Uh, we have an opportunity to go complete that ball, and you know we don't run under it. Um, you know, so we missed a bunch of opportunities early. If you hit those things, you change the dynamics of the game. But because of that, immediately they basically jumped on us by 14 points and snowballed from there. You know, I mean, and, and take nothing away from Starville. Starville is a fantastic team. I know you mentioned it just a moment ago. They might be the best team in the entire state. I mean, they're that talented. You got a D1 quarterback who's got like five SEC offers, throwing to three D1 receivers with a great offensive line and a running back that's really good, you know, on offense. They, they're talented. But that being said, it shouldn't have been in the, we shouldn't have been in the position we were. We did not play up to our standard and as good of as our team can play. Uh, we definitely can make it more of a game than that. And, uh, you know, that's the thing I'm disappointed about. But go back to work. Um, we saw a lot of things. You know, you play a good team like that, uh, they expose your weaknesses. They, sh- they show you things that need to be improved and need to be fixed. And so we're going to watch the film. We're going to learn from it. We're going to be a better football team for the things that we correct out of that game. Coach, well said, man. Well said. I think you're absolutely right. I know some people don't don't like taking a thumping and or you know a large loss like this, but there's always something you can get out of it. Coach, I got to tell you, I received a couple tweets, even a couple social media uh, messages, and some text messages um, that told me that you know the score might have been lopsided, but the effort was never ending. It never gave up. And the kids played hard. Might you know even though the scoreboard wasn't in their favor. Uh, did you feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, that was our conversation at halftime is that, you know, the scoreboard doesn't dictate effort. We go out there and play to our standard every single snap. Uh, we had an opportunity in that second half to go get better against a quality opponent. Uh, and I wanted our kids to utilize that opportunity so that we're a better football team next week and throughout the season. And so I really challenged them at halftime that, hey, let's use this as an opportunity to grow. Let's not fold. You know, you know we always talk about we're not going to fall apart. We're going to fall together. Let's all get together and let's find a way that we can we can use a tough situation and a tough scenario here uh, to help us grow and be a better football team. I felt like our kids did that. We came out in the second half. You know, we the score was nothing us in the second half. You know, so we scored ten points and uh, we did a couple really good things offensively. Uh, we completed a uh, we had a couple turnovers we got off of them uh, in the second half. Uh, we had a, uh, a a nice long field goal. Uh, by Austin Taylor, um, a nice throw and catch uh, by Raheem Vance to Britton Trailer. I mean, so we had some really good positive things happen in the second half. Our defense played with a lot more energy, ran to the ball better, played a lot faster. You know, so uh, we looked more like ourselves in the second half, I felt like, and, you know, that's something you can build on. Uh, we got kids that, you know, no matter what, we've, we've you know, we won the Jamboree by coming back. We won – Week one by having to come back and win the game against the Shoba, um, you know. So we've showed we've showed some resolve in tough situations. I thought we did that again Friday night. That's awesome, Coach. Uh, like I said, man, I think y- y'all are on the right track. I know the uh, 
the L doesn't help the situation, but sometimes you've got to take them lumps to find out who you are. And, uh, you know, in this situation, you're, I think y'all are going to, y'all going to benefit from it. And I think it should move, move y'all forward into next week. So coach, let's talk about next week. Who do we have next on the schedule? Yeah, we have ECS evangelical Christian school out of Memphis. We've got a away game, um, up there. And, uh, so it should be, it should be exciting. They've got a good football team. You know, they've won a bunch of state championships in the last, you know, 15 years. And, you know, um, you know, we, we're, we're excited about it. We're excited about a chance to, to get better and get back on the field. I'm all my coaches were all talking this weekend. We just can't wait to get back out there and, and take what we've learned and, and get better. You know, everybody's itching to get back in there. Kids, coaches, we're all ready to go to practice, uh, you know, tomorrow and get, get ready for this, this game. I heard that, Coach. I know y'all got some resolve, you know, from last year's game, and this is one of those ones that's got probably a little bit of personal touch to it that really, uh, really is going to taste good and come away with a W. Um, is there any kind of players or style of offense or anything that uh, anybody who's coming out to the game should be looking for, or any key players they should be eyeballing? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, not anybody that sticks out is, is an overwhelmingly great player. Uh, they just play together as a team. You know, they hold on a three-four defense. Be they run a lot of base stuff. They're going to they're going to be well coached uh, and be right in the right spots offensively. You know, their base offense is very similar to our base offense. You know, they're looking at three you're looking at three wide receivers with an H back. That's what they're based out of. You know, so they should be a very similar looking team offensively to us. Defensively, um, similar in the base. You know, of course, we're going to bring a lot more pressures and, and we're a little bit more exotic on defense with Coach Frazier, the way he runs the defense and. Um, they're going to be a little bit more base three four. So yeah, it'll be an exciting game. I heard that, coach. That's awesome. Now playing in Tennessee, coach, is the is the game time game time going to be different? Is it seven o'clock or is it like seven thirty in Mississippi? It, on their stuff, it's seven o'clock. I'm going to call them and make sure that it is still seven o'clock. Make sure they haven't changed anything. Uh, I haven't spoke to uh, to coach yet. Uh, I'll do that probably today and make sure that the. The game time is either 7 or 7.30. and We'll get that information out. All right, Coach, I'm going to throw you a new question. Who are some players on your team that you really need or would like to see have one of their best games yet when it comes to this Friday night versus ECS? Who, who are some guys you want to see really step into the spotlight offensively or defensively? I'll start offensively. It's, it's easy. It's my offensive line. I want to see those guys stay on blocks, maintain blocks, uh, not get on the edge, stay off the ground play hard i want to see them be able to push some opponents around and really control that line of scrimmage uh in the run game uh we haven't really established the run great this year uh, we threw it pretty well both you know the, the early two the first two games uh, we haven't really established our run to the point that i want to and i would love to be able to do that on friday night um you know and then defensively I, you know i just all around i just want to see us get better i just want to see us look like us you know and, and and by that i mean aggressive and just flying around and just having tons of juice out there on the field and uh you know big plays kind of you know they, they spur that along and the way that we play on defense we should have a player there and and uh, I just want to see those guys feed off each other and have that energy. Again. I heard that, Coach. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, Coach, look, as always, thank you so much for your time, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you and appreciate you giving your time on the weekend to talk about the team and the program. Uh, I want to wish you guys a great week of practice and uh, y'all bring home a, a W Friday night. All right. Appreciate it, Zach. Thank you, brother. Coach Hector, man, how we doing on this fine Sunday, brother? Man, we're doing great. Appreciate you having me. Man, it's always, always, man. You know, Coach, I got to say, 
I, I really thought you had this one in you, man. Um, I thought this was going to be a 3-0 conversation. I felt strongly that, you know, I'm sitting there following the game on Twitter. I'm, I'm talking to, you know, some people at the game, and y'all are battling. It's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and, you know, just get kind of a deep hole there at the end. It makes some miraculous stops on defense, but just not able to punch it in at the final minute to get, to get the W, you know. That had to be uh, disheartening. Uh, but I, I got to feel like you were proud of your boys for fighting and staying in the ball game. What was your consensus on it? Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely stung. You know, I mean, it was, um, you know, we felt like this was one that we could get. We felt like, uh, you know, we were the better team. Uh, we felt like we were more prepared, you know, all, all the things needed there. But um, it just kind of came down to, you know, making plays in key moments. And um, they did it. We didn't. Um, but, uh, you know, you said it, extremely proud of our kids, um, how they played, uh, how they fought to the very end. They never quit, never gave up, never second-guessed anything. And, um, you know, like I said, it stings because you want that one. But at the same time, you know, especially after you kind of get a few hours, you kind of let it sit a little bit. I'm definitely proud of them and definitely, you know, a, a, a night that we're going to look back on and, and, and kind of remember some good things where we grew up a lot. Oh, I agree with that, Coach. Uh, like um, when I was talking to other two coaches, you know, who had a you know a little more of a a tough night than you do you did. Um, you know, they try to find the things out of it. You know, the things you can get better from what you know what you can build upon that did go well. Um, and in your game here, the situation is you know you y'all y'all seem like you ran the ball a little better. Your passing game is continuing to you know be the carry for you. Um, you know, defense just seemed like they're on the field a lot longer. And then just like you said, big plays and key moments uh, just seems like they had a few more than y'all did. I mean, we can reference the one that, um, you know, the right before halftime, kind of a real dagger, one that really just kind of stings. You know, the guy going out of bounds right there at the pylon makes an amazing catch. You're in great coverage, doing everything you're supposed to doing, and, and just they, they just made a great play. There ain't, ain't much you can say or – uh, be upset about or you know i know the old adage you always used to say is like you say you tip your hat to them uh but you know what what, what can you say or do about a situation like that i, I mean that's just it you know and I, and I tell our kids all the time look you know they practice too you know so um yeah you know you kind of talk about the one before the half quarter we flushed the quarterback out of the pocket we've we've got guys hot on his trail he's sprinting hard to the right and um and finds a guy a ball thrown nice and low that a spot only his guy can get it, and he's going to have to make an amazing catch to get it and get in. And, and he did, you know. So um, I don't, I don't know what we could have done any differently. Sometimes other teams make plays, and like I said, they they practice too. And uh, like you said, you just you tip your head and say, "Hey, man, great, great play." Uh, yeah. But in a tight ball game, you know those those little things come up, and so you know it's not one of those deals where I look like, well, you know, they just came out and. Um, you know, beat us or we beat ourselves or something. I mean, they went out and made the plays that they needed to make, and uh, we made some, and, and obviously we didn't make enough or, or we'd be having a different conversation. But, um, no, hats off to them. And, like I said, they did a great job, and their kids executed, when, especially when it mattered most. Yeah, I hear you, Coach. I mean, like you said, there, there was some uh, you know some key turnovers in the game, some opportunities that just, like you said, neither team really capitalized. But when they did, they, they just had a couple more than you guys did. Uh, Coach, was there any players that kind of stuck it out to you during the ball game that you know maybe stood up or you know you know maybe shine a little bit more than normal that you know you really want to you know, exemplify or honor? Yeah, no, I, you know I, I thought that um, again across the board I thought we played really well. Um, you know, kind of 
we're getting to that point of the season where you can really start to see uh, you kind of know what to expect from who and who's going to step up and, and, and make plays. And I, I thought we did that. You know, Demetrius Farewell is, uh, plays D-line for us, come up with a, a huge um, fumble recovery at the end to give our offense another chance. Um, Elliot Helps made some great plays on defense. Um, uh, Stephen Mehut stepped in and kind of filled a role that he hadn't in a while and on the offensive line and did the – uh, did a really good job for us. So, you know, again, I think you can go across the board and, and you're going to see a lot of great things from a lot of guys. Um, again, just kind of comes down to making making the plays when you need to and, um, you know, something we can definitely learn from and, and uh, you know, go back to the drawing board this week, try to figure out how to, how to make this happen next time. I hear you, Coach. Well, I can say this. I know that y'all had an amazing crowd out there. Uh, the people I talked to said the environment was electric. Jamestown was on fire as always. I, I bet you're one of those coaches that doesn't even hardly realize what's behind you half the time because you're so focused into it. But um, just another great, another great outing. Um, you know, and I believe y'all are off this next week coming up, um, and we'll have a you know opportunity to get some extra practice time in for. Uh, I guess this is coming up in two weeks. You'll be having Horn Lake. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We're off this week, so so we'll have a, a week to kind of focus on us and uh, you know clean some things up and uh, kind of evaluate ourselves a little bit. You know, as coaches, we're going to go back and we're going to evaluate things that we've done over the week, last few weeks, and kind of scout ourselves out on film uh, versus scouting another team. So you know, this week's going to be big about us and you know not only our kids but also our coaches. We're going to take some time and make sure that we're um, you know we're doing the right things, not tipping stuff off, things like that. And, um, yeah, we'll be ready to roll back at home, um, I guess, the 23rd against Horn Lake. Man, I hear you. So, this how many home games in a row is this now? Well, let's see. I guess we just had two, so this will be our third. That'll be third awesome. straight when we come back. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. Then after that, it's I think it's pretty much every other week we're back. So, um, yeah, we, we were very fortunate to pick up the Kosciuszko game and not have to travel down there. But, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's always good when we get to play – at our place in front of our fans and not have to travel too far yeah it is it's quite a place to play there's no doubt about it well that's awesome coach well coach i gotta say man you know uh, again sorry for the loss man it's tough you know but like i said it's it's not a wasted opportunity if you can learn from it and the guys can get better Uh, to me everybody that i spoke to you said your kids played their hearts out they didn't give up Um, you know it just comes down to the little things and making big plays when you have to and that's all it was and so I think as as the more wins y'all get and the more the program builds toward what I know your ultimate goal is that uh, that playmaking will uh, become more and more natural and uh, just be make the difference of you know y'all being that top-notch team that you want to be yeah 100 percent you know you know we're still we're still learning how to win you know it's it's not um you know I think we said this a couple weeks ago Winning a high school football game, winning a football game period is is hard. Uh, there's so many different things that go into it, how the ball can bounce different ways. And, um, yeah, we're still learning how to do that. So, um, you know, we'll we'll look at this. We'll get it figured out from this thing. And, and again, I know it's going to be a great learning experience for our kids. And, um, like you said, super proud of them, excited to see what they do next. Absolutely. Coach, man, I can't thank you enough for your time on Sunday. And, look, I hope uh, if you got any guys that are got any bumps or bruises or anything going on, man, get them healed up for this week. Have a great week of practice. I know you're going to enjoy scouting out your next opponent probably on Friday night. And, uh, you know, make the best of your time and uh, wish you luck for your game uh, in two weeks, brother. Yes, sir. I sure appreciate you. All right, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. 
Well, look, they're going to get things turned around. Hey, the, here's the great thing after something like this, though. Uh, we got next Friday night. That's right. You, you can't change what happened this past week. You can always only only look forward to what's going on this week. And I know all those coaches are going to have their kids as prepared as possible uh, to get ready for this Friday night and uh, turn that thing around. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And they're going to do it. And like I said, they were all proud of their team. Going we wrong, the result sure. and what they wanted. Um, the, the kids played hard, and you know, I mean, there's some. Uh, there was, some, I wouldn't say unfairness, but there was definitely some out of balance on some different things, and you know, and yeah. that's just part of it, you know. And you know, when you play teams, you know, you, hey, they put pants on like you do. You got to go out there and play ball, and you know, get better for it. So you know, that's all right. Like I said, next week is going to be a different result. We'll get some good results from uh, Coach Russell and Coach Peacock next week when they're playing. I know Lewisburg's off next week, so we'll at least have those two guys on to talk about it. But uh, it, it'll make for another good show, and I'm sure they'll bring some W's home. Hey, let's add on to this. Uh, uh, what about college football officiating so far? Oh my God, dude! So I, you has know, it not been atrocious? It has been the worst. I'm sorry. These new uh, and, and I put this on social media, and I'm happy you brought it up because I wasn't going to. But the officiating has gone so far downhill. The new rule changes are atrocious. Um, it's and now crazy. we're making these long, extended reviews of every little thing on the field. Uh, a quarterback can't get touched if he gets sneezed on wrong. It's a 15-yard oh, yeah. penalty. Um, if you throw a guy down, and, you know, it's a 15-yard penalty. If you, if you block a guy facing the wrong direction, not that you didn't blindside him or hit him in the back, right. but if, he, if you were facing the wrong direction, it's a penalty now. It, it, it's become so much where, I hate to say it, that this money that has got infused into college football has Absolutely. changed everything. Everything. To make sure these kids don't get injured and that the money is not getting wasted on the field and everything else. And I'm sorry, like I said, a hundred times before and like i'll never say when you add money to something it can ruin it fast and it is ruining it fast and i hate it it's ridiculous there was a a couple of calls uh uh, last night i was watching uh uh, mississippi state at arizona uh yes i was up till 156 last night watching that game uh but it it, but i'm talking about both ways i'm not talking about just against against mississippi state i'm talking about against arizona as well blatant 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 penalties going on and the guys are not calling it oh yeah and here's what gets me now uh, you know that's an that's a sec crew that's out there in arizona you know when you play out of conference the 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 visiting team brings their home conference crew out there and uh it was mentioned last night on i was i, I here's what i do I, I watch the game but then i have the mississippi state app so I listen to the radio broadcast and I sync it up on there. And believe me, uh, it's a whole lot better. I suggest, I don't care if you're Ole Miss fan, Southern Miss fan, if you can do that at your home and sync up your audio from, from the home, home team's uh, uh, a radio broadcast and watch the game, make sure and do that. But uh, it was just listening to that, four, four, four guys of that crew were some of the – were. Four guys of that crew were on the Memphis crew last year. And if you remember that ball game, the the officiating debacle that went oh, on against un- Memphis at Memphis last he year. He was awful. Awful. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was bad. And it was bad on, for, for both sides. And, you know, I, if these guys are supposed to be able to uh, be the best of the best, they need to start stepping up and doing so. That's for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Because it's about the players. And especially at the high school level, it's about those kids. 
you know, when you start making it about you, just because, you know, you think you're big and bad because you got a zebra uh, shirt on that you're out there and you want people to, to see you and get attention. And, you know, as well as I do, we have come across officials as former football coaches on a high school level. There are some guys that that's what they're out there for. They want to get their own attention. Hey, let's not forget. It's always about the kids. Do what's right for the kids in this situation. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for our sports and our show. And, of course, we hope you've enjoyed our content. And we'll come back next week. Now, remember, if you enjoy our show, go check out our brother podcast, Under the Water Tower. They do a very similar one right there about the Hernando community, but they also have some other great content, and it's definitely worth a try. But other than that, I think we're going to call it for this week. T, always a pleasure. Well, I'll see you next week, man. All right, brother. Y'all have a great week. There's two things that you're going to find out. She fights like a man and she cusses real loud. If I was smarter, I'd have stayed myself at home.